The historians tell us Siddhartha Gautama, the historical Buddha, lived more than 2,500 years ago in Northern India. Having uncovered and freed the enlightened mind, it is said he taught the path of similar achievement to others for 45 years until his death at the age of 80. Meaningful work done well. Obviously, the Buddha and his teachings have had a far-reaching impact. Here in the U.S., so far away in time and distance, the Buddha is for many a cultural icon. We see his familiar image in restaurants and beauty salons, on car bumper stickers, and as lapel pins, necklace pendants, and lawn ornaments. As a Dharma practitioner, I regard the Buddha as someone quite unique, a remarkable individual who managed to realize the full potential of his mind, potential all sentient beings harbor. And then, brilliantly enriched with hard-earned insights of wisdom and compassion, he set forth and shared, using both dialogue and example, a curriculum for all other beings interested in doing so to do the same. So fantastic. His ways hold a precious place in many hearts. Perhaps it is my perspective of who and what a Buddha is that prompts me to share the following for your consideration. While affirming the awakened accomplishments mentioned, a Buddha is also nothing special. Within the human realm, he or she is an ordinary person, the landscaper, hospital lab tech, desktop publisher, high school student, bread baker, dentist, lawyer, school teacher, homeless person. He or she may be living with an incurable disease or in seemingly perfect health. Body size, shape, and color have nothing to do with it, nor does native language or most deeply felt religious beliefs. Senior citizen or toddler, serious or silly, joyous or glum, lonely or happily entertained, all are included. Much of the literature would have us believe that Buddhahood is a state of mind attained after eons of lives, accomplished after navigating an almost endless curlicue of karma workings. After all that time, we finally arrive into a reality free from self-cherishing desire, a nirvana, the indescribably beautiful attainment of the vast, fully awakened mind. It is something wonderfully difficult to achieve and completely clean and clear satisfactory, the perfect flip side from the hustle and bustle of up and down sentient life, a new dimension of consciousness. My sense is that these concepts of Buddhahood as being something beyond are most useful at first, effective in capturing the imagination and helpful in creating motivation and intention, providing a far-off target to aim for. But here's the thing, what I'm thinking. Maybe the exceptional person who was a Buddha is no different from us, you and me, right now. It's any day. We awaken in the morning, sit for a few moments, and then head to the bathroom, shower, brush our teeth. The weather report guides us on how to dress. A cup of coffee or tea and some fruit or cereal for breakfast. Read the newspaper, walk the dog, 
Think about what the day holds in store as we head out to work. Email and phone calls, meetings, challenges. Perhaps a relaxing lunch, probably hurried. Some afternoon fatigue as work continues. Then the workday ends and we head home. Dinner, maybe time spent with friends, loved ones. Kids' homework, a bike ride, read a chapter in the new book, music, Facebook, television, meditation perhaps. A few hours of leisure time. For many of us, time haphazardly spent thinking of what's occurring in our lives. Health, finances, relationships, vacation plans, deadlines approaching, errands needing to be run. Moods happen, happy, depressed, confident, worried, anticipation, fear, excitement. Then off to bed, set the alarm for the morning, goodbye to the day just past, cool pillows, cuddling, dreams, sleep, rest. And all this time, through all these ordinary moments, day after day, deep in the nature of our mind, a perfect Buddha abides. Through tiny cracks in our ignorance, time and again, awakened insights and notions arise, usually unnoticed. A quick flash of brightness, a stirring of something undeniably genuine, a scent of well-being, even amidst our trials and challenges, especially amidst our trials and challenges. An unmistakable touch of joy an extraordinary feeling of knowing, a oneness, not just with life, but with everything around us, trees, animals, people, clouds, and breezes. If you're able to pay attention, be aware, something is happening here. You are evolving from self-sleepiness into the most wholesome means of knowing, a natural wisdom, and it's arising because your time for awakening is at hand. Within the scheme of everyone and everything around you, you're on the cusp of beginning to understand who you truly are and who you're truly not. Your perspectives and thoughts are newly infused with the wisdom of confidence and caring. It breathes and shines within you. It is a wisdom through which love abides, a wholesome, skillful love, a love that caresses others without seeking anything in return. You are an emerging Buddha. Your egg of ignorance is cracking. So much is beginning to change. Challenges and problems are savored and overcome. Desperate situations become the compassionate workings of your life. Empowered beyond words, you've never before experienced anything like it. And yet, it's been sitting there, just below the surface of your everyday mind, waiting to blossom. You are awakening. This is not science fiction or make-believe, nor is it some delusional fantasy or last gasp before losing your mind or going under. Neither is it something beyond us or beyond you. It is here, right now. 
It's here while you're doing whatever you are doing, sipping tea, listening to this, talking to a friend, remembering long ago kisses, tuning a guitar, tying your shoe, smoking a cigarette, doing a crossword puzzle, washing the dishes. It is not outside, it is inside, it is you. You are on the path of becoming completely empty of any limitations you have ever placed on yourself or accepted from others. Doesn't this feel a little familiar from down deep, perhaps just a bit? Take a long look in the mirror, smile at the beauty you see. You are a Buddha. Harness the awareness, embrace the inspiration, breathe it. Release it. Be it. This recording was written and shared here by Mark Winwood. Mark, that's me, is on the teaching faculty at Naropa University in Boulder, Colorado, and the founder of the Chinrizik Project, a Tibetan Buddhist study and practice group with a national online presence. In addition to these Elegant Mind podcasts, we facilitate online sangha gatherings and teachings, share writings via our weekly e-magazine, and host various events. You can learn more about the Chenrizig Project at our website, www.chenrizigproject.org. That's C-H-E-N-R-E-Z-I-G project.org. Our accompanying music titled First Light was composed and performed by the San Francisco Bay Area musician Bobby Vega in collaboration with guitarist Chris Rosbach. It appears on their 2005 album titled Bobby Vega and Chris Rosbach. You can learn more about Bobby and his music at his website, www.bobbyvega.com. That's B-O-B-B-Y-V-E-G-A.com or as he's very findable online, you can simply Google his name or look for his numerous videos on YouTube. We remain grateful to Bobby for his friendship, his talents, and his generosity in sharing his beautiful music with our Dharma audience. Please feel free to share the link to this podcast with those you feel it might resonate. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you.